0: Hello and welcome to the Skytime podcast with me, Simon Cousins. This is the podcast that promotes Sky and profiles the people that drive the island's economy. It's also a celebration of Sky's vibrant history, culture and environment and aims to gently persuade visitors to spend more time, get off the beaten track and experience more of what our island has to offer. My guest this week is a young Sky entrepreneur with many strings to his bow. David MacDonald from Portree is a tour guide, musician, web designer, social media consultant and musician. David joins me to discuss his career, his passion for Sky and some of the latest developments to help the island tourism economy prepare for a recovery in 2021. Firstly, David, tell me about your upbringing on Sky.
1: I grew up... In Glasgow, actually, but spending my summers in Skye with my grandparents in Portree, and my family and cousins. So I'd I'd be up here for the summers, and probably see Skye with these rose-tinted glasses of everything is a holiday. Everything's going fishing. Everything's going to the beach. <laughs> everything's having fun. Um, and I I can I guess I still have that because I've never worked well. I've worked for somebody else up here for a short time but basically i work for myself so sky to me is freedom and it's been like that since i was a wee boy
0: there must be something about sky in this idea of it uh, the rose tinted images my wife talks about her childhood coming up here every summer and i don't think there was ever a day of rain in her entire childhood from her memory
1: <laughs> oh i do i remember i remember one time we came up here for two weeks and for the first three days or something or four days it just rained every day and i remember my mom and dad packing up to leave and being like okay let's just go back to glasgow because i think me and my brother were just being really annoying in the house there was nothing when it rains in the sky to be fair you gotta get creative <laughs> um i say that and uh yeah they were gonna leave and then the sun came out and then it stayed out for the remainder of the two weeks so there you go well people quite often say when should i come to sky and i say well you've got as much chance of rain whenever you come. So <laughs> come anytime because I could tell you to come in the summertime for two weeks and it rains and I'd be like, no, but um, yeah, I definitely have that memory of sky just being complete freedom from, you know, we'd get up at 4am, 5am, go to the pier, fish off the pier and then come home at 10, 11 at night. And then Glasgow, that was never going to happen. So we just had to run of the place. And, uh, yeah, I love that.
0: And when did you become interested in the in the history, the wildlife, the culture, the language?
1: Um, I always used to talk to my grandpa um, and my grandma, but, you know, my grandpa, I just loved listening to him talk. I think just talking to my grandparents um, made me feel very connected to the history of Sky, and then, you know, it would come up in the, about the clearances and... They weren't they weren't bashing me over the head with it, but you know these these topics would come up, and I think later on I started to kind of dig into them in detail, and I really wanted to get a picture of how all the historical things that I'd been told about in isolation actually fitted together. So you're told about Charlie, you're told about the Vikings, and in my ignorance, <laughs> I didn't know what what came before the other. So I just kind of wanted to put it all in a kind of timeline. It made sense in my head that I could kind of follow the story of Skye. And the more I kind of dug into it, the more I was like, wow, this is an absolute movie script almost. Um, it is just completely blockbuster history um, from literally almost the beginning of time. Um, how we came to be where we are with the volcanoes and with the glaciers and everything like that. The early settlers, Christianity arriving and that being a huge impact vikings showing up and kind of changing everything the clans kind of spawning from the vikings and then you know the, all the interaction with the clans and you know it just is really really exciting and uh whenever i tell people about it i think they find it pretty exciting as well
0: there's one thing understanding the history it's a completely different thing being a storyteller when did you realize that you can kind of had a gift for telling stories and did you get that directly from your your grandparents
1: um I think I talked too much <laughs> definitely aware of talking too much um so I guess I write songs as well so since I was you know younger I was wanting to you know write music and songs and just make things up i probably talk too much to myself in my own head <laughs> and then uh, when i was thinking about um starting a business i was thinking like well, what can i do what what am i good at and i thought i could talk i didn't have a big budget so I, so i thought what 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 am i limited to and and you know telling people stories of sky was a kind of low budget entry um and then i think the more i got the hang of it um the better i got and you kind of find what people are really interested in, reading the crowd and and finding out, you know, are they more interested in one particular part of history and talking about that. So, um, yeah, it was definitely by accident, I would say.
0: But why Sky? You could have probably made more of a living doing tours, guided tours and telling stories in, in Glasgow than you could in Sky. And a lot of people, you know, the traditional route is that the young people leave the islands. They don't come dashing towards the islands to make their living.
1: Um, well, part of it is the story. I I am as excited about the story, you know, as I was when I kind of found out about it almost. So it's really fun, you know, telling people about something that you that you really care about. And also, I feel, I don't know why, feel really part of the history of Sky. And even though I wasn't born here, I feel part of the continuation of that history. I'm a McDonald when I read about um, McDonald's, you know, in 1200s or whatever, you know, I'm, I'm some some way from there. And <laughs> I don't know, I kind of uh, see myself maybe arrogantly in some of these, uh, these characters. Um, and I think that connection and actually feeling part of the story is why I did it here rather than Glasgow. And that thing you're saying people leave you know when they're young they leave and I, I can understand that to an extent but when everyone's going one way there there's opportunities where they're coming from because people aren't so intensively looking to find a space or space or a niche the fact that you know I to some extent ideas leave the islands and go to the sky means there's a lot of opportunity here I, I see so many things here that uh, if anyone wants to invest <laughs> Come and have a chat with me, because there's so many places that you could start businesses. There's so many ideas for starting businesses. Um, I think in Sky, just because people's eyes when they're younger are often not all the times, but are often elsewhere, and um, I think there's a lot, an awful lot of opportunity that comes with that. That the the flaw in my ideas is some of them, you know, require investment that <laughs> I, I don't have at the moment.
0: Well, tell me about the the walking tours around Portree and how you developed them to make them a little bit different to the ordinary tour guide fair.
1: So I I really started um, with the thought of, and I'm sure everybody does this, but um, why are people coming to Sky? Like, um, I spent some time in America, and the way people talk about Scotland is almost poetic. Um. And they're, you know, what Scotland means to them from what they've seen on, on, on TV. And a lot of what they're saying is true. Um, uh, they're, they're missing out, let's say the boring parts, which is understandable. But um, I felt that there was a way to tap into people's imagination of uh, Sky before they arrived. So what are they expecting when they come here? They're expecting to hear about fairies. They're expecting to hear about the historical characters. They probably think Scottish people are a certain way. They want to have Scotch whiskey. They want to see the sunset. They want to see the mountains. And I think the main thing I found when I was traveling was that when I met someone who was a friend, uh, those connections um, are the memories I have of these places and they keep me connected and going back. So I kind of wanted to deliver on the imagination and authentically not made up, make friends with these people. I, I, maybe that sounds a bit cliche or it sounds whatever. a bit
0: creepy to be honest.
1: <laughs> maybe it does, but like, I like to meet people. Um, and if you're interested in Sky and you're interested in learning about Sky uh, and I can tell you about it, we're going to make a, we're going to make a connection and uh I think that became kind of my product was somebody that you can trust on Sky to like tell you the story, create a, create a moment or experience that lives up to your imagination. And a lot of the people who are my customers, uh, I'm still in touch with and genuinely friends. I go and see them. We hang out. And I think that, um, that will bring them back to Sky. And I think the one flaw in our business model for Sky is it, you know we need to encourage people not just to come once we need people to come back and the only way to do that is to make connections, even if that's creepy <laughs> don't make don't, don't make creepy connections like leave people alone but you know share a bit of your history share a bit of your story, and it will go an awful long way i, I think that anyway now, I'm, on, people, I'm
0: only you know, I'm only joking with you david i mean the you know the the fact that you've um, made friendships that's a positive endorsement of uh, of what you were doing but tell me, did you have any dodgy trip advisor reviews? <laughs>
1: nope Well, they're dodgy for me so I don't know I, I my reviews are, are good um, and I think it's because I am, I am personable with people and, and I'm making a connection with them and it's very very hard to go online and trash me <laughs> if I've been nice to you and I've given you whiskey and I've told you stories or whatever and when you make that personal connection, people want to sell you on your behalf. And I think um, that allowed me to avoid any bad reviews. My worst reviews are four star. And I think I've got five <laughs> out of, you know, hundreds. And I remember every single one of them and they kill me even today. I'm just like, why did you give me four? <laughs> I'm very, I'm a really needy uh, person. Um, so those are still eating away at me, but um One of those four-star reviews came from somebody who came on a whiskey walk, but didn't want to have any whiskey. (laughs) So, you know, some customers are grim. I try (laughs) and uh, avoid them. If someone seems difficult, that's another tip. If someone seems difficult, don't let them book. Maybe that's bad advice, but if I spotted anyone I thought was going to be tricky, I just... uh, So the
0: business was going well and then, as we all know, COVID-19 came along. What what was your decision-making process around the business for this year?
1: So I was uh, definitely one of those kind of uh, early people who was trying to tell everyone to stay indoors. And I definitely, um, I would would say maybe about six weeks ahead of the decision-making process, I guess, of government. So I was like, tell my family, you know, you guys, we're we're gonna have to uh, keep our contact down and everything. And I was like, we are bound to shut down. So um, I just didn't feel like hanging on was viable. So I kind of closed everything down really early. And fortunately, a, a contract came up with Sky Connect, um, and I thought, take this. Um, I made a mistake before in my life where I was offered a contract. And I didn't think it was of the value of me, and I turned it down. And it took me like three or four months to get another. So I kind of told myself, you know, take take the first offer and then worry about it when you when you've got the comfort, rather than turning that down and then being really uncomfortable. So Sky Connect was definitely a really great timing opportunity, and I I took it because I, I thought you know things might get tricky soon. COVID also had
0: another impact on you in that you would work hard during the summer doing your tours, building up some money and then going off to enjoy your other passion, music, in in the States. Tell me about that.
1: Yeah, so a lot of people uh, find the seasonality of Sky kind of difficult for their business and and I totally understand that that can be tricky. But along with that comes a really great opportunity, um, especially if you are not tied down, um, which I'm not, um, to work really intensively. I mean, I work in the summertime In a normal summer is really, really, um, I don't want to say it's tough, I enjoy it, but you know, from 9 a.m. till 11 p.m. I'm with guests pretty much. Um, and then I'm running an Airbnb and doing changeovers and everything, so it's full on. But it does mean that I can earn all my money in about six months or seven months. And then I take that money uh, and I go travelling and go to Nashville and uh, try and write songs and just really enjoy the freedom and, and uh, that, that that seasonality brings. And I, I would encourage anyone again: if you're young, you can work for seven months, six months, take that money and and, and go and do exactly what it is you want without any worries. You fund it yourself. Don't you know? Don't have to worry about someone paying you or whatever. So yeah go to Nashville, write some songs, eat barbecue, put on about three stone and then come back, repeat the process.
0: You set the bar really high for yourself. You're a, a songwriter, but you, you go to Nashville. It must be really hard to, to break through there. It must be the musician's equivalent of actors going to LA and expecting to get a, a movie role.
1: Um, I guess it depends what you're... Uh... What you're what you're what you want i mean i'd love to one day you know uh have a career that's involved involving creativity and writing and things but the freedom and the process is why it's fun and again i'm a people person so i love going over there and meeting people and uh writing songs and uh whether or not anyone hears them is kind of you know it's the ambition but it's also you know it's not the the process is as, as enjoyable as well. Um, and for me, writing songs with somebody is a really great way to know someone because you meet them and then you immediately are completely honest with one another and you have a shared goal of creating something that's, that's great, which is really unique because a lot of times when people meet other people, it's very surface level. You never really get to know them and you go separate ways. Um, so, yeah, I think it's a great lifestyle that if it pays off, with a hit uh, would just be amazing. But, you know, if it doesn't, then I'm enjoying myself.
0: You're obviously very confident, but how nervous were you when you first started performing in Nashville? It's, a, you know, a mecca for the country musicians. What did it feel like to get up on
1: stage? Um I'm very confident. That's funny. I'm very good at appearing confident. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I don't know. I... Right now, if I went on stage, I think it'd be pretty tricky because I haven't done it for, you know, eight months, nine months and, you know, getting back into that process. But when you're used to it, and I used to busk. I left university with an accounting degree and went <laughs> I went busking. Um And, yeah, so I'm not sure that a degree was worthwhile. But anyway, um went busking. That's the toughest thing. It's way harder to busk in Buchanan Street than it is to play... Uh, I, I went on tour with some bigger bands and played some bigger venues, but it's way harder to play in Buchanan Street. So going to Nashville, I just focus on the one-meter square that's around me when I'm playing. I don't worry about who's out there. I don't worry about anything else. If I get this right, they're going to enjoy themselves. I try and really condense my thinking, uh, not to the room, but to you know getting it right, because I know if I get it right, everything else is going to sort itself out. I think... When when I was younger, I was, you know, thinking about every single person in the room at the same time, thinking about the sound, thinking about how big it was, also trying to remember what to play, what chord, too much to think about. Just think about the things you can get right, forget about everything else. If it goes well, great. If you screw up, just laugh. I think people think people's expectations are way higher than they are. They'll find it funny. They might even like you even more of your rubbish
0: what are your next plans musically does it all revolve around getting back to nashville or are you as creative and sky as you are in nashville
1: um am i as creative in sky as i am in nashville good question well i've moved into our airbnb and i've set it up as like a little home studio so my expectations are to record some music over the next few months and hopefully release it in the spring um but yeah, uh, the, the, I don't want to bore everyone to death with music, but um, in, in Britain, there's a few avenues to get your music out. In America, they've got state radio, they've got country radio, they've got pop radio. There's just so much more reach and opportunity that the effort in America, the, the payoff is slightly higher. Here, uh, there's a few rooms with a few people in suits deciding a lot of stuff that everybody has to kind of go through. I know you're an ex-BBC employee. <laughs> BBC isn't on your side in music in Britain. It's going to be a real struggle to, to to do anything, but that's different in America. There's a lot more routes to market.
0: So before you make it big in the music world, you still need to earn money, and you've been doing it, as you said, by working for Sky Connect and developing websites and marketing tools. My Skytime has recently gone live. Uh, tell me about that and uh, and the goals for that website.
1: Yeah, so Sky Connect wanted a way to kind of put out messaging um, for Sky um, that wasn't necessarily in the control of major um, OTAs and things like that, I think. Um, they want to be able to put out messages about sustainability. They want to be able to market um, businesses um and and really share Sky in a in a fair and reasonable and uh, responsible way. So, Sky Connect, the kind of long term aim, is to be a platform for businesses to sell, without the need for OTAs taking major commissions and, and keeping Sky that's generated. Uh, it's keeping money that's generated on Sky in Sky, um, and really trying to get the message out there to visitors to be responsible and try to turn the tide against some of the negatives that are happening with tourism on Sky. It's a, it's a long-term project. These things do take a while, but that is the long-term aim.
0: But one of the great short-term successes that you've had with MySkyTime.com was the What's Open on Sky initiative. It was absolutely crucial during the period coming out of the first lockdown before things got tough again.
1: Yeah, so obviously there was a ton of confusion and to some extent there's still an awful lot of confusion but especially when everyone was opening like for example i didn't open um loads of other businesses didn't open um and then people were opening with reduced hours it was a mind, you know really tough to know um where you could go and when. so we set up a facebook group called what's open in sky and couch and businesses were uh, offered to um post in this uh, group um, and post their opening time and things. And that attracted about 1,500 people uh, onto that page. And then we set up a web page that hosted all that information. And that web page was getting thousands and thousands of hits um, over the opening of Sky. So it was really, really beneficial. And I know that a lot of businesses were sharing that with their guests as a tool to use um, to get people into these businesses that were open and uh, try and send them some some trade.
0: You're also planning to expand that for the Christmas market. Uh, what will you be doing to boost trade?
1: So, yeah, similar idea. Um, businesses that are either open or selling products uh, over Christmas um, should get in touch, and we'll host, you know, where they are and what they can do. So anyone who's available for Christmas shopping or Christmas purchases, uh, get in touch, and we'll host you on that platform, and we'll do um you know social media posting around that um just to let people know that you're there and the whole idea would be to try and encourage people rather than buying their gifts on amazon or whatever you know buy them locally um that can really really support local people and so yeah anyone who's selling anything to do with christmas or gifts or that seasonality get in touch I know a lot of restaurants and hotels will be closing um but you know gift cards and things like that are also really really helpful so if you can't find something exactly that you want gift cards are so valuable to businesses right now um cash flow right now is a major issue and uh, supporting businesses with that extra cash you know really makes difference now at, at the end of the day livelihoods are dependent on it so you can you know it's not just the businesses there's people being employed. And and uh, it can really, really help keep people in, in work.
0: Looking ahead to 2021, and hopefully the tourism industry will bounce back once uh, the COVID vaccine is, is flowing through the population, what are your aspirations for MySkyTime.com?
1: I would love for us, and I, I know Sky Connect. I'm sure. Well, I don't know if I want to speak for them, but... We would really like to be influencing, and I don't want to say controlling is the wrong word, but too much is is getting sent to San Francisco and you know Airbnb and you know there's math. If you look at the numbers for how much commission leaves Sky a year, um, not because anyone's providing the product, just because they're selling that product, and and hotels are giving 20% 25% away, and experienced providers like me are giving 20% away to these massive multi-billion pound organizations, a way to kind of turn the tide of that. thats really organic, really locally based, really quality focused that visitors can go on and buy directly with our suppliers and also start talking to our suppliers and our providers when they're planning their holidays because we know best um, what you can do. And these OTAs are... There's a place for them, but they're, they've no, they're faceless. There's no personality. There's no real customer service. Um, and I think bringing that Highland Sky hospitality and experience online and being with our visitors throughout their process of planning and booking can only benefit both them and us.
0: That's the customer facing website you've also been doing a lot of work on the business to business website Skyconnect's own own website for for members What have you done to enhance the experience for members
1: so the, uh, the old Sky connect website which has now been replaced um was kind of faceless a little bit drab a little bit gray not reflective of sky not re- not reflective of the people who are working with Sky connect. I think if you arrived on that page, you might not have a whole a whole lot of an idea of what we really do. It was quite corporate. So I spent a bit of time just speaking to people, um, either members or just kind of people who are aware of Sky Connect, just chatting to them about what their opinions were. Um and having some real honest discussions and really taking that feedback on board and just and 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 listening and um trying to change perceptions of what Sky Connect is. Because a lot of the feedback I got was outdated. It was it was it was misunderstanding what Sky Connect does. It was misunderstanding who the people who run Sky Connect are. And the website now I think should seem really transparent. It should seem like you can see the personalities who are behind Sky Connect. You can see the objectives of Sky Connect. Um, it is genuinely a, <laughs> I know I work for them, but it, Uh, A destination management organisation that works for Sky is good for everybody. Um, There's a perception that it's only for people who own businesses or whatever. But a a well-functioning, fair tourism economy in Sky benefits pretty much everyone who lives here. Um, So kind of sharing that message and trying to bring the personality across um, and and just... um, kind of livening it up and making it more reflective of who Sky is and who the people who work for Sky Connect are. So, yeah, have a look. Finally,
0: 2020 has been a tough year for everybody. Going back to where we started with your passion for storytelling and Sky and, and the walking tours, um, will you be doing that again in 2021, do you hope?
1: Well, I will be doing it in 2020? I'm, I'm leaving myself until January to make any decisions on my... <laughs> I like think this year has been like just so noisy um i'm gonna just decide in the new year uh, the nice thing about it is it's there the reviews are there um so it's uh, one of these things that i can probably just switch on whenever i feel like it um which is the kind of lifestyle that i want i want to be able to um earn money when i want to earn money and, and do my own thing when i want to do my own thing so it will come back at some point um when i'm not sure
0: David MacDonald, thank you very much for your time and best of luck with whatever you do in 2021. And that's all for this edition of the Skytime podcast. If you have a story or a business to promote, email simon at simoncousinsmedia.co.uk. Please also get in touch if you'd like to sponsor Skytime or advertise your business on the next podcast. Until then, stay safe. I give up.